I'm your host, Adam Kasobi-Cannon, and this podcast is brought to you by BriefBid, a platform for agencies and brands to discover new media strategies and plan advertising spend. Let's get started. Alberto, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for coming on. And the question on everybody's mind, how did you get here? Uh, first of all, thanks for having me, Adam. Um, long story short, I used to be an actor, and now I'm not. <laughs> now I'm an entrepreneur. So here I am, building a platform. Building a platform. But, I mean, life, yeah. life of an actor, now building a platform, how did... I'm, I'm guessing it was just a, the best audition of your life, and that's when you knew? Like, what, what happened? How did you become an actor? Um... I used to watch uh, the Fast and Furious DVDs, and there was all these uh, bonus at the end, uh, and you see them burning tire and having so much fun uh, at work. So I'm like, I want to do that. I want to be an actor because that looks like fun. So the next thing you know, after high school, I went to Toronto, went to Umber College, studied acting for film and television, and next thing you know, I'm in the industry. So I made a few films, independent projects. And that's how I got introduced to, uh, exposed to the industry. And I saw some problems in the, in the industry with marketing and distribution. So I wanted to, to help uh, contribute to that. And the best way to do that is to, it was for me at the time, it still is, to create a streaming platform to help independent filmmakers market and distribute mm-hmm. their own films. So that's how I got here. I mean, from the early days of acting, like, what was like, what was like, probably one of the, the key lessons that you learned early on, or maybe learned a little too late, which, whichever one resonates. <laughs> yeah. As an actor, that is goddamn difficult. That's what I learned. It was very, very difficult. Not the acting part, but to succeed in a sense, uh, to actually make money from it and get popular or known, which, you know, it helps, but that was very, very difficult. Um, so, uh, as time went on, I started to not give up on acting, but just prioritize other aspects. I went back to school and now I'm launching this platform, KinoClick. So other things became more of a mm-hmm. priority and acting kind of had to like take a take back seat. What, but yeah, it was difficult. What, what uh, for people like, you know, your, your journey is so, so interesting, you know, going from very much a, a creative heavy world to then, you know, very tech side, but for people that still want to kind of like get into the creative field, become an actor, uh, like what's like what's one piece of advice you'd give someone starting out in, in like getting into acting? I would advise them or remind them better that there's a lot more that they can control. They can control the environment they're in, they can control the city that they want to start that career, uh, depending on where they are. They can control uh, what agent they should pursue or not pursue because there's some good agent bad bad agents um there's a lot of things that they can control they can control what the flexible job they can have in parallel to acting so that it can be available when auditions happen or when a shoot when they're required to be on set for a shoot uh there's a lot of things that they can control and they have to be mindful or remember that aspect and not to give up uh too early yeah so what what uh yeah. What was the what was the easiest gig to, to manage the, the the call times or the booking booking times? I actually, I actually don't know what it, what does it entail? Like what, yeah. the auditions, you mean? 
Like what um, when you you're saying it's you can control the job that you have just so you can make the auditions. Like what? Oh, I mean, like if you if you work uh, you know a corporate job nine to five, you're really stuck in that office yeah. nine to five. Maybe less now yeah. post pandemic, but before that, uh, you know, typical nine to five, you have to be there. So if you have an audition on Wednesday at 10 a.m., guess what? You can't make it because you're stuck at work. But maybe don't choose that job. Uh, maybe pick something that's more flexible. Maybe, um, you know, I don't want to pinpoint towards yeah. any career, but as long as you have a somewhat flexible flexible job that allows you to do auditions whenever you need to or that allows you to um, not go to work and and go to your set or your audition. So you have a little bit of more control than you think. Uh, it's difficult. It, by all means, mm -hmm. it's not easy. Uh, you know, we have bills to pay. You have to be responsible. But uh, there's still a certain percentage of control that you have. So remember that and take control of that. Cool. And then, like, what was the what was the inflection point for you, or, you, or I guess the turning point where you're like, you know, going from acting and now, you know what? I think tech. Tech's the way to do this for me. Like, take the come. I love. It wasn't. It wasn't so much as tech as it was trying to find a solution to distribution. So uh, a lot of my films ended up on a film festival and it was great. We had success uh, in the sense that our film was in the festival, we're on the red carpet, everyone's feeling glamorous and every, you're getting interviews. Um, and the next day, nobody knows you. Nobody knows your movie. Everyone forgot about it uh, because it was very short-lived because most independent films in Canada do not get distribution, uh, whether it's in cinema or major platforms um, or other channels. So that sucked. And as a young economist at the time, I was like, it doesn't make sense. We spend so much money. Producers spend so much money to make those movies. They invest uh, their own money or they go into credit card debt or they get their friends and family to invest. They spend 20, 30, 40K in a movie and then uh, they can't sell it because nobody knows about the movie and it doesn't get in distribution. So they have a product that they mm. cannot sell. So that sucks. Like, let's fix this. So I, I started to look into it. I did some more research. Um, and next thing you know, uh, we're building a streaming platform for yeah. independent filmmakers just to contribute to the solution it wasn't so much okay let's do the coolest thing and that's the start of tech uh, tech startup no it was more like okay what can we do well we can do this we can build a platform and that will allow people to sell their movies easier okay let's do that so we became a tech startup what, what do you find then was like was there like a myth about it when you were like there's gotta be a better way and everybody's like there's no better way did you find that you were ever just like no, there's actually got to be a better way. Like this is a complete myth that it is so difficult. Like, um, yeah, I was certain there has to be a more efficient way. I'm always looking from a efficiency perspective, um, and there's so many hands in a pie in the ecosystem of film distribution. You have the sales agents, the distributors, the uh, distribution, uh, sorry, the distribution companies, the aggregators, the exhibitors. There's so many hands of the pie, it's just not efficient and it's not productive and it's not rewardful, uh, rewarding for mm -hmm. for the filmmakers who actually take the risk and they make the movie. Uh, it's very similar to being an entrepreneur. You take a risk to make a product and then it's very difficult to know if you're going to sell it. In a very same fashion, uh, a producer 
takes all the risks, financial risks, um, to make a movie, and then they don't know how it's gonna turn out financially, and it's usually in the red. So, and that's primarily because there's so many hands in a pie, there's not enough uh, profit left over for the producer. And like you said, uh, I said to myself, there has to be a better way, this does not make any sense. Um, it works out for the bigger productions, like Hollywood studios who have enough money to sustain themselves, and uh, if they put a movie online or on DVD when that was a thing, or on a major platform, they can take the hit because they make money from other revenues. But independent producers do not have other channels or other revenues. They only have that one or maybe two avenues of distribution if they're lucky. So it's very financially difficult to, to uh, make a profit. Um, so I said, yeah, there has yeah. to be a better way. And, uh, it, and, it, and it seems like there's not only it's like I have all this I, I only have enough money to produce my film but then I'm like that marketing layer on top of that it's like sometimes in a Hollywood budget film it's like twice the production budget just to market the film which is... at least the same budget one-to-one -one ratio at least um, and that's exactly the problem in Canada uh, most producers spend all their money to produce the movie and then they have zero dollars to market and advertise the movie and because of that, nobody knows about the movie. And because of that, nobody buys the movie. Therefore, the film gets mm -hmm. no distribution. And what usually ends up happening, it just goes on YouTube for free or on their computer uh, collecting dust or on some not so effective distribution yeah. platform. No, it's, it's fascinating. So, it's, uh, we're trying yeah, to change that. Trying, trying to, dare I say, disrupt the... Uh, or disrupt yeah. exactly that's well, what i meant to of course say. that's it's what i the, meant it's the say. word it's the <laughs> word that gets people going no talking about disrupting exactly disrupting the film the distribution industry but how do you want to say it i want to let course, you say it. it's your interview it's your show I'm a, you know i'll let I'm you i'm only here words. for you Alberta. that's all Time for you tried what? Today I tried miel epice, hot oui. honey. The hot oui, honey. Oui, oui. Oh yeah, oui, oui, tu peux parler en français. It's an English show, Alberto. Merci beaucoup. Uh, yeah, today we're trying Big B Hot Honey Miel Epice, a, a product, uh, a honey infused with hot peppers. So for uh, all the apiarists out there, this is. Uh, <laughs> This is the evolution product development. This is awesome. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Love the design. Yeah. Big fan. It's actually a pretty cool bottle, I'll be yeah. honest. It's very uh, chic, very modern. Yeah. Product, looks yeah. good. Like, it looks like one of those products that actually tastes good before you, and you don't, like, you just know it tastes good because it looks so good. Yeah. Right? And and it's the good stuff that kids go for right here. Yeah. Hmm. And I like honey. I like what? I like this. It's got a perfect four section <laughs> for all of the idiots in the kitchen like me. It is perfect for pizza, fried okay. chicken, burgers, ribs, yes. roasted vegetables, stir fry, and today, a stainless steel spoon. Yes. That's uh, that's what I was going for. Just a spoon. Just we don't need all these. We can just try it. Like, we're men. We, can just try it. we don't yeah. have to, like, we can just spoon it. 
Yeah, we'll, we'll spoon. Yeah, we'll unless, spoon. It's, unless it's unless it's uh, unless it's too spicy, then I don't know. Yeah, I'm a little concerned. We'll, we'll cut that. Thing. I got my water. I got yeah, my water. I have a whole bottle of water here. All right, let's. Uh, for for all oh, the wait. listeners out here, you can hear me pouring the honey into the. Spoon. Oh wait, because I haven't like take the lid off. Hold on a second. Oh, I, I went. Yeah, I, I went and did it. Okay, yeah. Alberto, you were prepared, man. You Alberto, were prepared. delabeling the hot honey bottle. Oh. All right, here goes. That's good. What is it? A spoonful of honey helps the hot sauce go down? Yeah, that's <laughs> Sounds about right. That's the old adage. Yeah. By the way, had you asked me like a year ago, um, you know, about starting a tech company, if uh, trying hot, spicy honey would be part of the job description, I would have probably believed you. Right? <laughs> of course. That's, it's all a part of entrepreneurship. Absolutely. Right. Uh, down the hatch. How do we do it? It's like on three or uh, how do we do this? You go on, first or I go first? On oh, three fuck. or on go? Mm-mm. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't wait. It's all right. It was just, you just could not wait to get... No. Um, mm-hmm. But my gosh. It's more spicy than sweet. I like that element. It is. There is, there is some spice to it. And now I regret not having any napkins because God knows I need them. But how oh, I think it's good. Oh, wow. Hot, this is good. Hot honey. It's like, it's hot, but not too hot. Mm-hmm. It's sweet, but not too sweet. It's hot. Big honey. B. This is perfect, Big B. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. Big B, you have you have your, your, your lyrics for a jingle. Hot, but not too hot. Sweet, not too sweet. That's the hot. This honey. is good, man. Like Big B, you just got a new customer. I hope you understand that. Like this yeah. is the beginning of our new relationship right here on Adam's uh, Brief Bead uh, podcast. This is how it all started. Yeah. Okay. All right. Que- this question, is awesome. Que- question on the audience is mine. Million dollars. You have a million dollars for a marketing campaign. What are you doing? Uh. First thing first, I call Lydia. Of course. Um, and then we brainstorm. But I don't know. I mean, the spicy, I'm sure the Mexican were involved with this innovation. Or it just is hot chili peppers. It could be could be Indian Indian chilies. I'll probably I'll probably go to these two markets, India and Mexico. So like 50-50, mm-hmm. 500,000 there, 500,000 there. Um, I don't know, man. You're putting me on the spot. There's so many things you can do. It's it's honey and peppers. There's so many things you can do. I say, um, I say, we take uh, we take a bunch of apiaries, like beekeepers, and we make yeah. them we make them grow a bunch of chili peppers, and then we take a Ooh. bunch of like a bunch of like apicero, like a bunch of like spicy pepper growers, and we make yes. them tend to some bees, and then we mix Oof. those batches into the product. And we've you got... already know. Oh, big B. So with, one, with my one million dollar, I would hire you for a hundred thousand dollars to do all that. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Wait, what? The, the tenth of the? Oh, I guess because you have the media budget, of course. Yeah, course. you know, media yeah. budget, salaries, and all that, expenses. Right. Well, you know. Yeah. But okay. uh, gotta keep the lights on. I like your creativity. Right. You, you know, know, I have a, I have a friend of mine who actually uh, grows. Uh, he has like bees uh he makes honey yeah and uh 
I'll definitely start with him. He's in my trail. I got our first uh, hunting grower. Right. And I mean, you could get just those rooftop beekeeping communities to start growing chili peppers next to the apiary. And then boom, you got yourself cross-pollination of ideas. A lot of a lot of puns. The pun heavy episode. That, <laughs> that's awesome. See, you don't have to ask me. You know already. But you I'll, know. I'll, I've heard of you're the innovator. How would how would you put this as a product placement in a film? How would you like? Oh, oh that's a good question. Ragtag. So many scenes. So many scenes. Oh, it has to be one of those like uh, spicy scenes, if you know what I mean. Of course. Uh, we of course. want to keep it YouTube friendly, so yeah. spicy scenes when they're in the where. Pantry. <laughs> yes <laughs> and they need honey for some yeah. inexplicable reason could be cooking and, they, they uh, might have a cold big bee comes in <laughs> yeah yes yes they can have a cold right? need some honey yeah and uh she's asking for honey and he's like oh i got the spicy hot honey i got the spicy honey yes i got the spicy honey yeah it definitely so. cleared my sinuses actually it's a, a lovely, <laughs> it's a lovely byproduct Woo! Yeah, it's still in the back of my throat. It is delicious, <laughs> but also, wow! I haven't, I haven't smelled. Don't this mind so if clearly. I do. Oh, we're going round two. We'll go round two. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you think I'm gonna wait for you. I'm not waiting for you, man. No, you no. Do, and you do you. I do me. To all the listeners, round two. All the listeners of the of the podcast. We currently have Alberto going for his second kick at the can. And I'll be honest, like this is just good. Like yeah. it's not, you know. No yeah. one's paying for this. Like this is just so good. I cannot wait. Yeah. Cheers. Mmm. Mm. Little ASMR. Mmm. Mmm mmm mmm. <laughs> Woo! Like I said, Woo. actually, there's a little bit of a kick. Mm -hmm. That that spicy kick. Mm-hmm. But it's not too like it's not too much. Yeah. Like, you can handle it another dose. Coats your mouth. Got a great mouth feel. Yeah, it's got this great. Good. It's, got, it's got great legs. You know, that's what you want in a honey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is good. Honey infused with hot peppers, so I can fill it. Those are those are Ontario bees. That's the that's the legwork of a colony right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I approve this. Yeah. I approve hot honey. You get the how did you get here podcast seal of approval, Big B Hot Honey, a pantry's best friend. <laughs> Big B Hot Honey. What are what are the taglines right there? Burns so good. Big B's Hot Burns Honey. Burns so good. I like that. I like that. I yeah. like that. Burns so for, good. It for does. pizza, pizza, burgers, and flu season. You know. Say that, Berkeley. This is hilarious. You don't need none of these. You just need the bottle that by yeah. itself. That's it. It is actually, you know what? And it's, it's we, we, we wax poetic <laughs> on it, but it is actually just good on its own. It's, it's like, very good on its own. Yeah. Yeah, I dig that. I dig, I'm a, I'm a big, what is one honey. food you, what is one food you put it on that it's not on the label? You're gonna, you're gonna judge me a little bit. I'd of put, course. I'd That's put, the point. I'd put Big Bee Hot Honey on, on some peanut butter and some toast in the morning. A little kick. Well, wake up bright and shiny and red faced as I, as I probably. You know am. what? I can see that instead of jam, mm -hmm. peanut butter and hot honey, yeah, and that could work. And a banana, right? Just do it anyway. Uh, no, 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 no. You don't. No, <laughs> you don't. You leave the banana out of this, okay? <laughs> too many 
crossing too many swords. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. How about you? What do what do you what do you put Big B Hot Honey on? Um, you will not judge me for this. Okay. Uh, maybe a little bit because there's burgers here, but it's unlike a burger, I'll put on a sandwich. Right. So I like my sandwiches. I'm a little bit of a perfectionist when it comes to sandwiches. You know, it has to be equal, symmetric, so that every bite tastes the same. Yep. And I love some hot and spicy thingy on it. So I will definitely put hot honey on a sandwich. A little bit of super shot, a little hot honey. For sure. For All sure. Right. I dig. Well, there you have it. Big B hot honey. Good for everything inside and out of the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> so that infomercial worked. Very subtle. Delightful tingling of our mouths with Big B Hot yes. Honey, and we uh, we've learned a lot about how you're endeavoring to uh, to disrupt kind of a, an antiquated industry. I gotta say, well, like what you, you're doing, film distribution for indie films, you're streaming indie yep. films. Like, what drew you towards a streaming company of all things? Um, well, as I briefly mentioned uh, before, um, when some of my films were at the film festivals. Uh, that success was very short-lived just because after the festival no one would knew about your film um, just because they weren't getting purchased for distribution so that little success on the red carpet was very short-lived and it didn't make sense how producers would spend thousands of dollars 20 30 40k to make a film produce a film and then not sell it um, so that was a very economical problem as much as it is cultural so I figured, okay, let's find a way to fix this. So if we can fix the marketing problem, we can tackle the distribution and sales problem, and then we can tackle the whole problem. So uh, I figured mm -hmm. the best way to do that is to, uh, to go to the roots, uh, which is distribution, film distribution, and fix that. And um, so we're starting first in Canada, in our own backyard, uh, and then hopefully uh, US and Europe. But that's how we got to do so this. So then, what? What? Uh, what's, we haven't even mentioned the name. What's the name of your Kino Click. Kino Click. Kino stands for cinema in uh, German, where where my mom is right now. And I would go to see her every summer, and we would go to the Kino. So that word st stuck with me, Kino, and I like it. It has a nice ring to it. And Click, just because we want to make it uh, every film being available from, from one click away. So... Kino click. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Simple. simple. Elegant. And 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 resonant with, with I, I love a I love the name of a company with a good uh, good history behind it. Thanks. And then uh, I mean classic trials and travails of a startup. Like like what's the biggest challenge you're currently facing with, with Kino Click? Um getting uh, users. It's as it's as simple as that. Uh, getting future customers or users but admittedly we don't have the product releases yet we're working on it we're building it we only have an mvp a prototype so uh i think we're a little bit harsh on ourselves because uh, we don't have the product out so it's hard to to get users interested when you don't have the product yet um mm -hmm. so at this moment uh it's between building the product and trying to get users in advance, uh, like sign-ups and uh, social media followers, things like that. 
So if you're watching this, please follow us on social media or sign up on our on our landing pages if you're interested. But those those like any other startup, like any other company or business, uh, getting customers, getting users is a very difficult uh, mm -hmm. endeavor. Yeah, it's that like classic challenge of uh, a closed beta where you're like, don't worry, we have <laughs> something. We're figuring it out. Just to put, sign up so we can. Ultimately, you're constantly um, you're uh, working to build the tools for the closed beta users at the, while at the same time trying to get new exactly. users on to the platform to get more like feedback exactly. loops on on information for the, for exactly. the closed beta users. Yeah, no, yeah. So check out guy team. Check out check out Kino Click. Uh, for indie film distribution, and if someone's an indie film mm -hmm. maker, can they can they call? Of course. Um, so on our website, we have a, we have a, a button on the top to to submit their film, um, and or via social media, whatever is more convenient, uh, they can reach out to us, and uh, we'll talk mm -hmm. to them to about getting their film on the platform. Even though it's a prototype, it's still very much functional, so users can still sign up, pay, watch movies. And filmmakers can uh, start distributing and selling their films, even though we don't have all these amazing, cool features that we want to bring to the table, but it's still functional for mm -hmm. the time being. So they can still monetize their films. Absolutely. And that's the fun of being an early adopter. You kind of get to exactly. see the evolution of a platform as it as it goes through yeah, iteration. Exactly. You, you you do it all in the morning? Are you like an, are you a night owl film? Like what do you um, when are you getting the best work done? A bit of both. Um, I get my best work done in the morning, just because uh, it's quiet. I have my coffee. No one's calling me. Uh, you know, seven, eight a.m. But the problem is, I hate to wake up early. Like I cannot wake for the life of me. So it's always every morning. It's like okay, day one today. I'm gonna wake up early. Come on, you can do it. And then I press the snooze button. Just one time. Just one time. I give myself five, ten minutes. You know. Uh, one snooze per day I'm allowed uh, so a little bit in the morning but then also at night when uh, you know the day has gone and again no one's calling me no one, someone just called me <laughs> I had to like reject um, this is why you work in yes, the morning <laughs> and at night at midnight so in the morning and at night um, just because it's the most quiet time of the day so I feel like there's no yeah. I don't have to get back to anyone. I don't have to respond ASAP to anyone. So I can just work without being stressed or, you know, it's more relaxed. Of course. And I, I mean, I really like the one snooze policy. <laughs> I have that too. Um, I break the, it. The best of us do. <laughs> the best of us do. <laughs> yeah. It's like, how, it's like, if anything, it becomes a game at that point. How many snoozes can I get away with? <laughs> Oh, we all know how good at that game we can be. Uh, but yeah, no, just one snooze, you know, just to like allow myself to wake up. Numbers on the board. <laughs> yeah. So in the morning and at night. And then, and then if all all else being the same, if you didn't start Kino Click, like like what business, if any, if you could start a business tomorrow, like what would that business be? Hmm. Any business. Any business. Um, infinity funds. <laughs> oh, infinity funds. Okay, okay. Now, now I know which uh, which game we're playing. I would, uh, I would definitely uh, invest in uh, in 
like I said, like an online university free for everyone on the planet. Um, I don't know if it's going to be a profitable business, but it's going to be a business nonetheless because uh, it's free for everyone. So long term. Yeah, long term, long -term game. game, exactly. Yeah. Start free and see what happens. Yeah. But definitely in the educational space, just because I believe everyone should have the right to, you know, post-academic education. Um, I also fundamentally believe society will reap the rewards if everyone in society performs at their maximum capacity without any constraints or setbacks. So the classical mm -hmm. example is the student graduates and is busy working uh, not in his or her field at some shitty lower paying job to pay back their student debt for the next 10 years instead of focusing mm -hmm. in their career and being able to, uh, to perform and uh, invest in that career so that society benefits from the knowledge and skills and talent that particular individual has. Um, so that's why I want to make it free. That way there's no constraints, there's no financial setbacks, and everyone has access to post-academic education. So something like that. Yeah. For, for then, I mean, because your journey is so interesting when you went from, you know, you're like, I, I want to be an actor. And then you're like, mm, you're like, that's, it's a tough racket. I, you know, I do need, I have dreams, I have goals, I want to pay the bills. When you went back to school, what did you find? You like, what did you study? I studied marketing and uh, business communications. Yeah. Yeah. Round out the skill set. You need to yeah. do something um, else. I wanted to. I was curious about economics and business, so business communications was the best uh, fit. Cool. Cool. And then for for all uh, for all new students out there who are currently waiting for your free university to hit the hit the airwaves. Uh, Khan Academy also exists, guys. It's it's not totally it's not every subject, and I don't think you get a certificate, but they at least yes, have a few courses there. But uh, they uh, it, it there is some way, shape, or form. It is it is out yeah. there. Yeah, but um, yeah, man. Honestly, Alberto, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Like, really appreciate it. Oh, thank you, you guys. Thank you guys for for having me. Yeah. And yes, <laughs> thanks for uh, sharing this hot honey uh, special bond. Uh, yeah, this was definitely good. To Big B Hot Honey. <laughs> yeah, this was definitely good. Thanks for introducing me to this. Delicious. Do they have a subscription uh, thingy where you can subscribe to get a new bottle every month? You, you can actually, you can just buy it right from their store. I don't think they're entering the subscription model off their site. But million dollar marketing idea, Alberto. There you go. If you could million, you get into every food subscription <laughs> box. This would definitely be the one I'd start with. Hot Honey. Mm -hmm. Adam, it was a pleasure, man. Thanks for having me uh, on your podcast. Thank you to the Briefbeat uh, team. It was a pleasure. The pleasure's all ours, Alberto. Thanks so much for coming on. My pleasure. Catch you later. This is the How Did You Get Here podcast. The first podcast solely about the guest and how they got to where they are now. 